I'm James Walker, and this is Real Talk, Real People. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. We're back in Shamin's Kitchen. And for those of you who watched the first episode, you know that she, number one, she's my sister, and she moved down to Scottsboro, Virginia, into an old farmhouse that she's renovating. And I was just curious how she, but my sister's a really good cook, and I was wondering how she was able to cook all these meals in such a very tight space while she's renovating the whole, the whole place is a mess. Well, um, a lot of you tuned in. She made something she called Aunt Doretha's bread. And a number of you tuned in and really made a lot of comments about it. You really liked her. So we've got her back again. This time she's making a much bigger meal. She's making actually homemade bread, smothered chicken, and some other good stuff. So let's see what's cooking in Shamin's kitchen. Typically on Sundays, most larger families, they make fairly large meals. I don't really have an occasion to cook really large meals a lot, although I do cook almost every day. They're not usually large and fancy meals. Um, but today I have a really special reason to cook a pretty nice meal, and that's my grandson. My grandson Michael is down from Connecticut visiting me, and I asked him what he wanted for dinner, and he says that he wants chicken. That's what he always wants. So I'm not gonna fry chicken today, but what I am going to do is smother some chicken for him today. We're gonna have it with a couple of sides, um, but the big thing today on the menu is bread. Yes, I'm not making cornbread today. I'm not making buttermilk biscuits. I'm going to be baking a couple of loaves of really easy, really simple bread. I have all the ingredients here, so let's get to it. In this bowl, I have four and a half cups of bread flour. Now you can use all-purpose flour if you'd like, I keep all types of flour in my house, so this is bread flour. I decided to use this um, just to see really what the difference in the chew was when I use this as opposed to the all-purpose flour. So I'm gonna empty four and a half cups of all, uh, bread flour into my bowl. And to that, I'm going to add two and a half teaspoons of salt. I'm going to add one tablespoon of granulated sugar. And then I'm gonna add two and a half, two and a quarter, excuse me, teaspoons of, this is instant yeast. You don't have to bloom it or anything like that. You can just pop it in here. I'm gonna pop it in away from the salt um, because I heard that it kills the yeast if you mix it directly with the salt. So. I'm going to err on the side of caution, and I'm going to uh, use put the yeast on that side. I have to get some lukewarm water. And let's make sure the water is lukewarm, because too hot and it will kill the yeast. So this is one and about a third cups of warm water. 
Sorry, I forgot my other measuring cup. So this, like I said, this is a really easy bread. You're gonna get in there with your spoon and you're gonna mix this thoroughly until it comes together. It's gonna be a little rough looking, a little shaggy. You use whatever water you need. It says one third, but you may need a little more depending on the humidity, depending on how dry it is. Because what we want with this dough is a nice shaggy dough. So I'm going to work this all together with a spoon at first, just to get everything combined. And I'm listening to some tunes today. Food and music, I don't know which is more important to me or which has played a bigger role in my life, food or music. I think they're pretty much about equal. So normally on any given day, I have music playing and I have something cooking. So we're going to take and turn this out onto a lightly floured uh, cutting board. And mind you, it's not all mixed. It's not ready to go yet. But you just want to get it from the side. And you want to incorporate all of this liquid and the yeast. You want to get everything to a nice, fancy word, alert, homogenous ball. In other words, you want it all to come together. So, I'm going to knead this for about, I don't know, maybe six or seven minutes until it comes nice and together and a nice cohesive ball. And as you can see, I've been kneading my dough and it's nice and bouncy. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take the same bowl that it was in, use a paper towel, I'm going to oil the bowl. Vegetable oil is fine just so it doesn't stick to the bowl. And then I'm gonna place the bread in the bowl. I'm gonna give it a little roll around. And then I'm gonna cover it with cling wrap. I'm gonna set this bowl in a warm place so that it can rise. And I'm gonna leave it there until it doubles in size probably about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending on how warm your, your uh, kitchen is. That's nice and tight. I'm gonna set mine over by the stove. This is gonna take about an hour, maybe an hour and a half to rise and double in size. I'm gonna put it over here now. In a nice warm place, I'm gonna crack my oven and I'll see you in a few. In this bowl, I have chicken pieces. Quite honestly, I did. I pulled this stuff out of the freezer yesterday. I um, had cleaned and bagged it up. And so I just pulled chicken out of the freezer. So I have an assortment of pieces here. I have some chicken drumsticks. I have some boneless, skinless chicken breasts. I have some chicken breasts with bone in, in this bowl. I've washed them in vinegar and rinsed them, patted them dry. And now I'm going to add my seasoning blend. You can add what seasonings you want to this. 
You can add, you know, salt, pepper, garlic. You can omit garlic. You can add whatever it is you like or your family likes. So I'm gonna sprinkle this using my very, very impeccably clean hands. And I'm gonna get the seasoning all in the chicken. And I'm gonna just kind of mix it together. You can do this the night before if you want, but you know, it's chicken. It's chicken. So once that's done, this is so simple and so easy. I'm going to add some flour to it. This is all-purpose flour that I've seasoned with my seasoning blend. And that seasoning blend includes some oregano, some tarragon, some paprika, salt and pepper, a couple of different things just to my taste. So I'm going to give this a light covering, just a really light covering with this flour because the goal is not to get it super crispy. It's just to give it a coating because this is going to thicken up the gravy that I use to make the smothered chicken. So I'm getting in there with my hands. I know, I know this is not a professional thing, but uh, just so you understand, I'm not a professional chef. I'm a home cook. I'm cooking for my family, so no, I don't use gloves. But feel free to do so if that's what does it for you. I'm going to head over to the stove. I have my cast iron pan heating. It's got about, I don't know, maybe an inch, an inch and a half of oil, a couple of tablespoons of oil. Uh, and what I'm going to start doing is browning off this chicken. I don't want to get a dark, dark uh, brown on it. I don't want to fully cook it because this is going to smother down. It's going to be in gravy and it's going to finish its cooking in that beautiful, lovely gravy. So I'm going over to the stove. You know the oil is hot when it just bubbles a little bit. Again, I'm not trying to get this chicken completely done in this oil. I just want to brown it a bit. I'm not going to crowd the pan because I do want some color on it. I'm going to wash my hands. While that's going, while I'm waiting to put the next batch in, I'm going to start with my uh, aromatics. I'm going to start with cutting up my peppers, my onions, and my garlic because this is also going to go over top of those chicken pieces and in that gravy, and it's just going to add so much flavor and depth of flavor to what's going on in that pot. So I was saying to you earlier that I didn't know what played a bigger part in my life, whether it was music or food. And my response was that I think they're both pretty equal. Obviously food has always been a part of my life. Uh, the sharing of food, the cooking of food, um, 
you know, that's how in my household we showed people that we cared about them and that we loved them. I come from a family of eight. Uh, so, as you can well imagine, um, there were a lot of us to feed. And in my case, and in our family's case, there wasn't a whole lot of money to go around. Um, so, I just watched my mother make do with what she had. And she said something to me, and she would, she would say this um, as she was cooking and coming up with, with ways to make what we had stretch. That if you had a few staples in your pantry, then you could always come up with a good meal. I hear that chicken sizzling away, and I can smell those spices. It smells so good in this kitchen. Music is playing. I'm slicing onions. I'm not crying over the memories. I'm crying because these onions are killing me. Um, but as I was saying, my mother said, if you always, if you kept some staples in your pantry, you could always come up with a good meal. And my mother was no stranger to having to be inventive. Um... To come up with a way to feed her eight her eight children and this is one of the ways she made things good onions peppers and as a kid I hated onions and peppers I can remember spending a lot of time at the kitchen table picking the onions and the peppers out of my food um, because it was just just too much for me I didn't like the crunch of it. I didn't like the way they felt in my mouth. So while my brothers and sisters were chowing down and making short work of whatever it was my mother had managed to put together for us, I was sitting at the table trying to pick onions and peppers out of whatever it was she had fixed for us. I'm gonna check on the chicken, just give it a turn. Because again, I just want to get some browning on it. I just want to get a little, little brown. Just get a little bit of color on it. And it's got a few minutes to go. Meanwhile, that bread that I was talking about and that bread that I um, showed you how to make on my earlier video, that's in the oven proving. It's just about ready to come out. So by the time I get all this pulled together, I should be ready to pull my bread out punch it down, form it into the loaves, and let it rise again. So, I have my onions cut, and I save my peelings and my seeds because we compost here in Virginia, where I live. Uh, we have a garden, and I'll be showing you the garden and what's growing in it after a while. So I save all of my vegetable scraps. Nothing goes to waste here, really. We use everything that we have. We try to be really good stewards over what we have and have been given. And um, we definitely utilize all of the food stuffs that we have. So this is a red pepper. And again, you can just cut it up, dice it. You want it big, you want it small. However you want to do that is fine with me. Again, this is about what your family likes, what you have in your pantry. I happen to have a red and a yellow pepper in my refrigerator, so that's what I'm using. You can use no peppers for this. You can use green bell peppers for this. 
I just happen to have these. So this is what I'm using. I can hear that chicken sizzling. I'm just going to give it a few more minutes and then I'm going to turn it and then pop the next batch in. And just as an aside, whenever you're using a pepper, whether it's a green bell pepper or a yellow or red pepper, you see the white here? That white part that you see in your peppers, you don't want to use that. Those are pretty bitter when you eat them. So I always try to get rid of them so that they don't add a bitter flavor to my, my food, whatever it is I'm cooking. rough chopped and diced they're gonna cook down really nicely in the uh, in the gravy I'm gonna turn my chicken because it definitely should be ready to turn now yep again I know what you're thinking oh my god that chicken doesn't have a whole lot of color on it the goal here is not to get it super super brown I just want to get a little bit of color on it. It smells amazing. I'm going to get my compost bowl. This is, again, where all of our vegetable scraps, even our paper towels, our used paper towels, you know, after you've dried your hand and that sort of thing, we pop them right in there. And they're good to go. I'm gonna smash up some garlic. Give that a little rough chop. So that when I'm ready to uh, smother down my chicken, all of this stuff will be ready. And then we'll move over onto the green beans and potatoes. And the white rice. Again, just a rough chop here. Nothing fancy. Again, I'm not a chef. I'm not a professional chef. I'm just a home cook. And I just try not to cut my fingers off when I'm doing this. Chicken is one of those versatile meats. You can use it in anything. You can make chili with boneless chicken. You can fry it, you can make chicken cacciatories, you can make curries. Chicken is like the all-purpose meat. Let's see what this chicken is doing here. Gonna give it a few more minutes. I'm gonna put the next batch in, brown that up, take it out and get my gravy going, and I'll see you in a few minutes. We're gonna take a quick break here, and I'd just like to remind people that we're looking for subscribers. We have a lot of people that tune into this show, but we want you to subscribe. So if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button if you like our content, and subscribe to this channel. Also, for those of you who listen on Anchor.fm to just the audio version, there is a support button there, and we would certainly appreciate it if you hit that support button and support this podcast. And for um, those of you who do listen to us on Anchor, Anchor is now accepting video. So you're going to be able to listen and watch whichever your preference is on Anchor.fm. Now, Shamita's ready for us. Let's get back and see what's cooking.
everybody, I'm back. There is a lot going on here. So, while, um, once I took my chicken out, and this is what it looks like. Again, it's not fully cooked. I just want to get a little bit of a crust on it because it's going to go back into some gravy. So that's done. And I looked, and lo and behold, my bread has doubled in size. So I'm going to turn this out onto a floured board, just a little bit of flour. So I punch it down, and it's beautifully soft. Oh my God, I'm so excited. You know the one thing about bread, what's so good about bread, honestly, is that it's almost like instant gratification. Your house smells good, uh, your kitchen smells good, and then you get to eat this wonderful, delicious bread that you made with your own hands. There's nothing like making your own bread. So I'm going to divide this in half, or as in half as I can kind of get it. Again, I'm no professional. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to begin to shape this. So I'm going to pat it into some semblance of an oval, and I don't want to mess with it too, too much. But I want to pat it into an oval shape, and then I'm going to pull, fold, fold, and repeat. Pull. I'm going to fold it. I'm going to fold it. I'm going to turn it. And now, I'm going to shape it. my trusty rolling pin. I'm not going to use it a whole lot because I don't want to, I don't want to really bother this too, too much. But after I shape this, this is going to go back into the stove, uh, um, into, onto the, into the oven to prove again. Hey everybody, we're back. And oh my God, we have so much going on here. Why do I do this to myself? I'm not even quite sure. Oh, I forgot. I love my grandson and I like to cook good food. Here we are. The chicken is done. It's beautiful. It has a nice golden color to it. It's not very, very dark. And that's exactly what I was going for. It's not cooked through. And that's fine because we're going to put this in our gravy. So, while we're doing that, I want you to take a look at the bread. So here it is. It's risen. It's doubled its size again. I've sprinkled it with a little all-purpose flour. I'm going to cut a couple of holes in it just to let some of that steam escape. And to get a really nice crispy crunch or crust to it, I'm going to slide it into a 450-degree oven. And on the lowest rack in the oven, I'm going to put my cast iron pan uh, in there with some nice boiling water. And it's going to create some steam. And it's going to really, really make that crust beautiful. So she's going in. Here's my cast iron pan with the water that was boiling. And that's going to go in for about 25 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes. 
When you pull it out and turn it over and tap the bottom of it, it should sound hollow. Now, to the gravy. All right, here we go. So as you can see, the gravy has started to cook and brown up, which is what we want. The flour taste, that raw flour taste has begun to really cook out. So to this, we're going to add water. And it's going to make a sound and some splashing noises, but that's okay. I'm adding probably about four cups of water. And we're going to bring this up to the boil. And as it heats up and as it begins to boil, it will thicken up. I'm going to go ahead and season it with some of that seasoning blend I spoke to you about earlier. I'm just going to add that in there. Oh man, it smells great already. Now, I know this is going to sound a little weird, but this is one of the things I use in my gravies when I'm smothering chicken and things like that. I'm using my secret weapon. I call it my secret weapon. It's a half a can of cream of chicken soup. And I'm going to add that right in there. I know, I know, I know. You're probably saying to yourself, this girl is crazy. But I promise you, this is going to add such a nice depth of flavor to this gravy. And it's going to make it silky and smooth. And I'm just whisking. We don't want lumps. So we're whisking and we're whisking. And as you can see, it's starting to simmer and it's going to come up to a boil. And as it does that, again, it will thicken. To this mixture, I'm going to go ahead and add onions. And I'm adding yellow or orange and red bell pepper. And I'm going to let this continue to simmer until it gets nice and thick. And then I'm going to come back, taste it from seasoning for seasoning. And then we're going to add the chicken. And there you have it. As you can see, if you can see it through all the steam, the gravy has bubbled up. It is starting to thicken. It's got a beautiful color. Can you see that? Now I'm going to check it for seasoning. And this is super hot, so be careful. It's beautiful. I'm going to add a little salt and pepper. I'll let this cook down for about five more minutes and then we'll add the chicken. So, ouch, hot. Nice and crusty. Got a little more brown than I wanted to on top. And we're going to see what she tastes like. There is nothing in this world better than fresh baked bread.
What'd you say, Michael? He said facts. He said facts. So I'm gonna cut it. Hold on. Ooh. Holy cow. And that's what using that uh, cast iron pan with the boiling water does. It gives you that beautiful crust on top. This is still pretty hot. That's gonna be delicious. I'm gonna cut a slice and see what it tastes like now. Cause it can look pretty all at once. But if it doesn't taste good, it was a wasted effort. Okay, so this is super hot. Holy cow. And I'm just gonna have it with a little bit of butter. Can you see it? Can you see how beautiful this looks? It's soft and pillowy inside. And it's got that beautiful crust on the outside. And I'm going to have a taste. Mike, you want to taste yes, it? Please. <laughs> I didn't even get it out before he said yes, please. Okay. Here we go. Oh, my God. This is delicious. Simple, easy. Your family will love it. My grandson, Lake, loves bread. And he used to ask me if I was baking bread. Today I'm baking bread. It tastes delicious. And yep, my grandson, Michael, is here. But Lake, this bite's for you. We'll be back in a minute. We're going to assemble the entire dinner, the smothered chicken, the rice, I can hear it bubbling away, the string beans and potatoes. We're going to eat and enjoy each other's company. This is what we made today. We have our smothered chicken with peppers, onions, some garlic, and our secret weapon, a half a can of creamy chicken soup. We're serving that over rice. And then we have one of my mother's favorite things in the world to make, and that is green beans with potatoes. We use smoked turkey with this because one of our family members does not eat pork. You don't have to use any meat in that. It can be totally vegetarian um, with no meat product in it at all. I cooked it down with some water, some salt, pepper, some spices. I finished it off with a little red pepper flake. And then the thing that's making me absurdly happy, the bread. It came out beautifully. The crust is beautiful and it's got this nice snap and crackle to it. The texture is soft, but it's got a nice chew to it. I couldn't have asked for a better out uh, outcome. Wait a minute, hold on. That's really good. And you can use it to soak up some of that gravy that you get ready to eat with that rice. Let's dig in. Let's see what it tastes like. Good. It smells delicious. I'm sorry, good food makes me happy. I love it when the plan and the recipe comes together. 
That is delicious. It's got a beautiful seasoning to it. Not overly heavy with the gravy. The gravy is light. The rice is perfectly cooked. It's fluffy. It's got just a little bit of a bite to it. That's how I like my rice. You have the peppers and the onions that have softened nicely, but they're not mushy. Mm. I still have a bit of a bite to them. Let's try the green beans and potatoes. That smoked turkey is coming through there. You can taste the garlic. The rest of the spices, the potatoes are just cooked. So they're nice. They have a little bit of a bite to them. Once you get them in there, they just melt in your mouth. This has been a fabulous day. I'm so happy to be able to cook for my family and my friends. I'm so happy that I'm able to bake bread and it come out right. Yay. But most of all, I'm really happy that I get the opportunity to share what I love with you guys. Thanks for watching. I hope you make these recipes and I hope you and your family enjoy them. A shout out to 7 Tech for moving the camera around and setting up things for me. A big shout out to my grandson, Mike, for standing here, smelling the food, critiquing it, and pushing the on and off button on my camera phone. You guys be well. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to Real Talk, Real People. If you would like to be on the show, if you have an idea for the show, give us a call at 203-605-1859 or drop us an email at realtalkrealpeoplect at gmail.com. You folks have a good week and we'll talk again next week.